Derek Talk. You are locked in. Good afternoon. Thank you for listening. Again, I want to show love to the Carolinas, North and South Carolina. I want to show love to Port Arthur, Texas, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, Portland, Oregon, uh, Maryland, D.C. The list goes on and on, man. I appreciate the love here on Derek Talk. You guys do it big for us, man. And the love is reciprocated on this end. We see you. We thank you. Appreciate the feedback here on Derek Talk. I received an email from 49-year-old Latrice. Latrice, and that's spelled L-A-T-R-I-C-E. Latrice. That's different, isn't it? I like that name. Uh, 49-year-old Latrice in Port Arthur, Texas, said that there are members of her family that just do not get along. It's been this way for years, but two months ago when my grandfather, Henry, passed, Everything went bananas. I still cannot believe he passed. That man was my rock. His homegoing service was filled with lots of gospel, evangelical music, great preaching, and lots of praise, but also a tremendous amount of drama. We had family members in town from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Baton Rouge, Louisiana. My grandfather, my grandfather was a great man and his homegoing service was nothing short of amazing. But it was it was said that two of the women who attended the services were his mistresses. And I overheard everyone saying that this young man who attended the, the ceremony, Calvin, was actually my grandfather's son. I have never seen him but he does have a striking resemblance to my grandfather. Although the service has the service was beautiful, there was arguing over who would ride in the family car. My auntie Maggie said that my grandfather had other children in Cleveland that have never been mentioned. They were never talked about until the day of the service. It was just a big mess. Why do some African-American families do this? I've said here on Derek Talk in the past that people deal with grief in a number of ways. Some families, when they are grieving over the quote unquote rock of the family, they start to attack one another. Instead of them coming together to honor or to grieve the loss of the family anchor, they can they what they do is they do the opposite. They attack one another. And I've seen that happen many times when you talk about things like who's going to ride in the family car or uh, why is that person coming? I heard that was his girlfriend or his, his mistress or, you know, when someone passes away, it's often sudden and it's shocking and people grieve in a number of different ways. Some people are just silent. They don't say anything. They just soak it all in and just grieve internally while others just break down. They cannot handle it. Um, tears, fainting, especially African-American funerals, man. Funerals in the homegoing services in the African-American community can be quite dramatic and very, very gloomy and sad. I can honestly say growing up in South Carolina, I saw my share of uh, funerals. I remember being at a funeral and this uh, older woman. She had to be in her mid eighties. She was walking on a cane and she just started singing this really, really sad, uh, spiritual song, like gospel song, but it was, 
it was almost like she she was saying every time I look around, somebody's gone. And that that those were the words to the song. Every time I look around, somebody's gone. And she sung that song at my grandmother's uh, home going service. And people just started passing out, fainting, shouting, catching the Holy Ghost. It was it was a very dramatic, very uh, different type of experience, especially for a young boy. I think I was like nine or ten. That's hard. So to answer your question, oftentimes when someone passes away and they're the rock of the family, the other family members, they're grieving. So what they do, Latrice, they, they start to attack one another. They start arguing over, you know, insurance policies, trivial things. Who's going to ride in the family car? You know, I didn't know he had other kids outside of, you know, that lived in Cleveland or, you know, I didn't know, you know, this person was going to attend. And, and we often know that in families, there are certain sides of the family that don't really favor other sides. It's just drama. And I've seen it so many times. What I think needs to happen oftentimes is, and we talk about this on Derek Talk, when when things happen, when issues come up, people don't heal. They hold those things inside. Instead of communicating and, and talking things out and, you know, being adults, they just, they hold grudges for years. I have seen family members go years. I mean, realistically go years without conversing with one another. Someone says something at Thanksgiving or Christmas and all of a sudden, people just stop talking for like five or six years. It happens in families. So oftentimes when the rock of the family, the the, the grandfather or the grandmother, the, the person that everyone, kind of like the matriarch of the family, the, the person that everyone looked to for guidance, for advice, the person that everyone loved, that, that kind of kept the peace in the family, when that person passes on, oftentimes there is chaos because... Nobody knows how to come to grips with the fact that, you know, the, the, the family staple, the anchor in the family is no longer there. So to answer your question, you said um, you attended your grandfather's funeral. And although it was a beautiful home going service in honor of a great man, what it did was pull family members from, you said, Tulsa, Oklahoma and other parts of the country. And that's a recipe oftentimes for disaster because. Oftentimes when family members go years or months without speaking, when someone passes away, they have to confront one another. Everybody's in the same building, in the same church, wherever the home going service or the memorial service is being held. Everybody's under one roof for, let's say, an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Oftentimes signals get crossed. People say things they don't mean. They're already grieving and there's already that animosity. So everything just explodes. So, you know, I don't know why we do it. And that's not just African-American families. That's all families. There's drama and disagreement in every family. You know, I don't care if you're Irish. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're white. There is some type of disagreement. Somebody in the family feels like the kids are being slighted. These kids are being slighted. The auntie doesn't treat these kids like she treats these kids. Um, there's always that person in the family that tries to act like they're a little bit more bougie or, or better than everyone else. There's always that person in the family that carries all the news, that has all the gossip, be lying and, and spreading misleading facts. Every family has a person or, or people in the family that that just, you know, do what they do. And one thing I'm learning, you know, one thing that I've learned a long time ago, you know, at almost 50 years old, 
people are inevitably who they are. People are just who they are. You know, people can change and that that's true. But oftentimes people are who they are. And, and Oprah Winfrey had a very profound statement. She said, when you love people, you just accept them for who they are. You don't necessarily try to change them because changing somebody is an uphill battle. And I thought that was very sound, very good advice. Allow people to be who they are, especially once they reach a certain age. We know that typically when somebody turns like 50 or 60, they're set in their ways. You can't really try to, you know, reprogram them to be a certain type of way. Um, Every family has drama. My family doesn't. We're a perfect family. We don't have those kind of issues. But, you know, my family loves one another. We, you know, we support one another. There's no real drama like that. But I've seen a lot of families, especially when the matriarch, the anchor, the person, the staple of the family passes on, it causes chaos. Like you said, little trivial things like who's going to ride in the family car? I didn't know that was his son. So so he had a, a illegitimate child, all kinds of different things. And I think it's just a way that they grieve. I really do. I think that's what it can be attributed to. I think when people are grieving and they're sad, you know, people always say the same thing. You know, I offer my condolences. I pay my respects. But that doesn't suffice. You know, death is hard for a lot of people to deal with. Some people never really deal with it. They would rather rather not think about it. That's their way of, of psychologically coping with death. Because it's unexplainable. When somebody passes away, you know, like I said, it's often sudden. So it's unexpected. And you are caught off guard because this is a person that you thought was going to be with you forever. You know, people say things like, you know, my family member passed away. I'll get in the casket with him. I remember as a boy, I used to say things like that, you know, you know, but but at the end of the day, death is a part of life. Just like we were born, we will die. That's just part of, of living. And you know, I mean, I remember talking to my father one time. He was like, I don't fear death. You know, I fear the living. He said, I, he said, I don't fear the dead. I fear the living people, which I thought was a very was a great statement. Basically, he's saying that dead people are, are deceased. They're gone. They've transitioned into a spiritual realm or another rural. You know, the living people are the people that can actually do you harm or, you know, make make your life uh, hell. You know, the living people, the people that are still here living on earth, walking around, uh, cohabitating the earth and causing problems and drama and things like that. He was basically saying, you know, the dead people are not a problem. They're no longer here. Very wise man. So to answer your question, Latrice in Port Arthur, Texas, um, I think the reason that drama happens, especially at home going services in in African-American families, people are just grieving. And when you grieve, you know, Like I said, usually people just they grieve, but oftentimes they do the opposite. Instead of coming together and unifying and saying, you know, we love each other. We want to honor our loved one. Oftentimes we start to attack one another. And I think that stems from the fact that we haven't seen these people in years. Maybe something was said at a family function, maybe Thanksgiving or Christmas or maybe, you know, you know, it's just a lot of misunderstandings oftentimes that go on in families. And instead of people picking up the phone and saying, you know, is there a problem? Is there an issue? Then we carry those things inside internally. So when there's a event like a funeral or a wedding or an event where uh, a lot of family members come together, then unfortunately, oftentimes there can be drama. 
But uh, rest in peace to your grandfather. He sounds like he was a fantastic guy. Sounds like a guy who a lot of people had a lot of respect and admiration for. So rest in peace to uh, Henry. Um, you you have some very positive things to say about your grandfather. And I can honestly say, you know, the people in my family, grandfather, grandmother, I mean, they were some very, very strong people. You know, we I always say the 70s babies, there's nothing like us. But I can honestly say, man, a lot of the you know older people that I've come across and being from South Carolina, man, they'll tell you some stories that will make your head spin. You know, they'll they'll tell you some stories, man. And of those people, a lot of the older people, they're kind of hardcore people, too. They they did some things that I could tell you guys some stories from my grandfather and grandmother that would make your head spin. But, you know, they were very loving people. They were very genuine people, very authentic. And we have to treasure them when they're here. Um, and, you know, we can take a page from their book and learn from them. I used to love to listen to the stories about, you know, your moonshine and you know, growing up, you know, in, in the Jim Crow days, Dr. King and things like that. We can't relive that, but, you know, the stories are fantastic. So, again, I received an email from a young lady, Latrice in Port Arthur, Texas. Um, she said that there have always been members of her family that have not liked each other. You know, and I think every family has those type of, you know, drama issues, except my family, of course. Um, but, all you know, when her grandfather passed away recently, it all came to an head and they had family members in town. She said from Oklahoma, Tulsa and different parts of the country. So things were said. It was said that, you know, he had some kids there that no one knew about things like that. Like I said, oftentimes when people pass away, uh, a lot of things come to surface secrets, family secrets come to surface. And we, I talked about this in a previous podcast. We all know that Oftentimes there are family secrets. There just are. So um, you have been listening to Derek talk. I hope that you have been informed. I hope that you have been educated. I hope that you have been entertained. Everybody have a fantastic night.